Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Journey Through Her Eyes. I am Jade Wolf, and this is my story. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out and a big welcome to all of my new followers. I'm so glad you found your way here and um, that you are sharing in this space with me. Uh, Just a quick synopsis of this podcast. This is literally my audio journal. Um, I share the good, the bad, the ugly, the hard, the fun, the joy, the laughs. Um, And uh, this is, I realize that I do share a lot of hard stuff and uh, the realizations and things that I learned through the hardships of my life. And um, today I am working intentionally to lighten it up a little bit. And so here is this story. Um, In uh, 2019, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. Um, And uh, throughout the height of the pandemic, my dad was going through chemo. And I would drive every other week to almost four hours to go to my parents' house and uh, take my dad and stay with him through the duration of his treatment. Um, it was it was a grueling period, but the name of the game is support. And that's what I was there for. Um, and I was glad I did. My dad was experiencing some weird side effects that, you know, the doctors and that were pretty much dismissive of. And so I decided that I would ask him about his symptoms and, and what it was like because he wasn't eating. And my dad loves cold milk like that is his thing especially chocolate milk but after chemo he would go home and he said it was just gross and he couldn't have it and it made him sick and so he wasn't eating and he needed to eat yeah he needed to support his body because it's literally being poisoned with radiation um and he kept saying that it was like pop rocks in his mouth So I started doing some research and asked one of the nurses uh, for a list of his medications. And I found that one of these medications had a side effect. um, And I don't remember what it was called, but it would kind of basically in the extremities, mostly the hands and feet is what was typically affected, where it would give you kind of like that pins and needles feeling, kind of that numbness. And that experience would be exacerbated if they touched something cold. And then it hit me. My dad's experiencing this in his mouth. So I talked to the doctor about it and she agreed. She said, yes, that that is highly possible. And so we came up with a game plan to make it better called Mama. And I said, listen, when dad gets home, hot soup, warm chocolate milk, do not give him anything cold for three days. He cannot have anything cold for three days. And lo and behold, like I'm getting chills thinking about it, that 100% resolved the issue. My dad was able to eat. He was able to hold food down. um, And he was able to enjoy what he loved after chemo treatment. So um, one of the things that I had done during that time was to give my dad a reason to live. You know, I kept joking with him and saying, dad, I don't know what you're worried about. Like you are just too doggone stubborn to die. I'm just saying, you're just too stubborn to die. So (laughs) yay for jokes. Um, It gave him a good giggle. And it's true. Like my dad is so incredibly stubborn. Like I'm like, yeah, you're not going anywhere, whatever. 
Um, yes, I know that could be, you know, me just being in denial, whatever. But guess what? My dad went into remission. And we sat down one day. It was uh, near Christmas. And I said, what, this is what we're going to do. We're going to manifest a dream. <clears throat> and I wrote down, he, I made him write it down, actually. I said, what, what do you want more than anything in this world? And he says, I want to ride to Sturgis. I was like, okay. And he goes, but I want to ride with you and your brother. Uh, we're his two oldest. And I was like, oh, <laughs> girlfriend, don't ride. I love motorcycles. I don't ride. Um, so I was like, okay, we'll make it happen. Wrote it all out. You know, what kind of motorcycles you want? You know, how do you want to do it? What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. You know, what are we going to do when we get there? Like all that stuff. We created a dream. So my dad goes into remission about a year later. Mm. It was probably more like eight months, but he goes into remission. And now I am tasked with, (laughs) I need to get a motorcycle and I can't afford one. So there were a bunch of other things that happened. And fast forward to this year, um, I had made a promise to a friend of mine. I joined this singles group and promised her that I would attend this event with her. Um, And I really, guys, I did not want to go. Like my parents' house had got broken too. My dad had been in a really serious accident. I had been gone for two weeks and I was just exhausted and, and just heavy. But I went because I made a promise. I went. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the timeline. Because I don't think that was in August. I think... This event was at the end of July, uh, but what had happened with my parents was in August. In any event, I'm not looking at the calendar and, you know, dates and that kind of elude me a little bit. So those events, but either way, I didn't really want to go, but I went. And, um, you know, we were talking about motorcycles and how much I really wanted to learn how to ride. And, uh, you know, I was planning on um, you know, scheduling my class as soon as I had this closing and, you know, blah, blah, blah. This lady walks up to the table and she says, Hey, I'm so-and-so I'm, you know, with, um, you know, souls of sobriety and, you know, we're selling raffle tickets, uh, to support the Hale house foundation. And I only know that now because of what happened at the moment, I really was not paying attention to her and it was not in disrespect for their cause. I was just dealing with my own inner turmoil at the time. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not interested. And then I was like, well, I made a joke. I said, well, maybe guys, maybe this is the motorcycle I'm going to ride to Sturges with, you know, on with my dad. Ha ha ha. Wink, wink. So I called the lady back over. I said, how much are the tickets? She says, 20 bucks. I was like, well, I just so happened to have 20 bucks. It's literally all I had. So I bought one ticket. Fast forward a month and a half later. So yeah, that had to be in July. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so far away. I'm not even, I just pinned the ticket to my board. 
once in a while I'd joke and say, oh God, thanks for my new motorcycle. It's awesome. Whatever. I was, you know, I really wanted it, but I was not gonna like pine over it, right? Because, you know, part of me is like, what are the odds? Well, I'll tell you the odds were one in 650. Because that's how many tickets were sold, 650. I bought one. One. And on September 17th, I had just left a listing appointment and I'm headed downtown to go to Arts in the Heart of Augusta, which is one of my favorite events in Augusta. I go, I look forward to going every single year. That and the Blind Willie McTell Music Festival. Two favorite events. I love them. I go every year. So here I am like... Like, I'm cruising because I'm late. I'm supposed to meet a friend down there. And I get this call. And then this lady, she has, she says, hey, is this Jade? And I said, yes. And she says, Jade Wolf. And I said, yeah. Like, where are we going with this, you know? And she's like, well, I got some good news for you. And I'm thinking, is this a gimmick? Like, what, what's, what's happening right now? But let me hear her out. <laughs> Normally, I would just hang up. But I was like, let me hear her out. <laughs> And she tells me, um, she tells me her name and that she's with Souls of Sobriety and the Hale Foundation and that I am the winner of the 2009 Harley Davidson Sportster. I was speechless just as I am in this moment. Like I, I still, it's been a month and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. And my response was, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> There's a video um, on, the, on Facebook if y'all want to go see it. It's hilarious because I was just, I was crying so hard after that that I had to pull over because I couldn't see. Like my eyeballs were just flooded. <laughs> I could not see. Um And I'm still in awe. And all I'm saying with this, like, first of all, this is an incredible experience. And the odds, again, one ticket out of 650. And I knew that God's hand was all over that. I asked for it. I wanted it. I did not add anything to that. I didn't speak against it. You know, I just kind of joked with a friend of mine and I said, Hey, listen, I bought this ticket for this motorcycle. I said, you know, let's, let's, let's try this, this, you know, whole prayer thing out. Right. I said, let's, let's stand together in faith that, that I'm going to, I'm going to win this motorcycle. And, uh, and her response was, what are you talking about? It's already yours. Like that is your bike. And we both know it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. That that's my bike. But, you know, for us, it was just kind of a joke, you know? I mean, it was, but it wasn't, right? Like, like we were seriously joking, if that makes any sense. Um, I guess it was just whimsical in a way. And um, come up, boy. And my puppy is trying to get settled, and he's not doing a great job of it. <laughs> there we go, little man. So... All that to say, like, I really think that's how it works. You know, when we ask for something, if we 
if we're stressing about it, we're pushing it away. And we also need to be in a sort of neutral position about it. Like, you know what, I'd love to have that, but I'm also 100% okay if I don't get it. And that was literally the stance I took. I really wanted that motorcycle because I wanted to fulfill my promise to my dad. And it came just like that. Just like that. Like, it showed up in the most uncanny way. The, like, blew my mind. 650 tickets were sold. I bought one. And that for me, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> like in my mind, like, oh my gosh, that is so absurd. But that's just how it works. When something is for you, when you, when God places a dream in your heart, it is for you. I don't know. Like I have heard people say that my whole life and I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, you know. But now that I've experienced that, holy cow, goodness, is it really that easy? It's really that easy. You ask for it, thank you, and move on. That's it. That's it. It's not our job. It's not our job to stress over, oh, I got to make the money to do this, right? No, 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 no. You ask for it, and you follow the guidance. Had I not listened to myself that day and shown up at that event, I would not have been at the right place to bring this into fruition because I almost didn't go. But I was like, no, I made a promise. I made a promise. What I wasn't realizing was the promise I made was to my dad and I needed to show up at that event. But that promise that I made to my dad and my desire to fulfill that promise led her to ask me to go. And everything lined up exactly the way it needed to. Y'all have to go watch the video (laughs) on the Hale House Foundation to see what I'm talking about. Because, like, that was divine ordination. It had to be. The way everything occurred. I'm over my time, but that's okay. Because this is a great story. Like, they had some door prizes and they were pulling tickets for all of those. And then the lady with the bag of tickets decided to ask a young boy to come up and pull the last ticket. She said, no, 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 we need clean hands. A nine-year-old boy, she asked him to come up, stick his hand in the bag, and pull the winning ticket for the motorcycle. And he pulled mine. And I am so incredibly grateful. Like, as I share this, like, I can feel just this this intense love in my heart that I know that came to me to fulfill my promise. And now we got to get my dad better because he's been in an accident in August and he's dealing with a lot of health complications because of it. And I can't discuss the details of that, but 
now, you know, we got to turn our focus on my dad and his healing so that we can run. Me, him, and my brother riding down the freeway to Sturgis because that's my dad's dream. And somehow we're going to pull it together. And I believe that. I believe that completely within my heart. I believe it. So that's my story for today, guys. Thank you so much for being here and sharing in this space. And I hope that you find inspiration. I hope that you find love. I hope that you find peace. I hope that you find compassion and understanding and empathy here. Because that is the goal, is to love everyone right where they are. And I love you, and I'm grateful for you. Y'all go out and have the best day of your lives. Bless. Bye-bye.